2: and uh, you're very welcome back to uh, Tip today. A huge amount of uh, text and WhatsApp coming in about the soccer girls there, and we will get back to that in just a little while. Now, last Thursday night, as you're well aware at this point, there was a public meeting in Monroe where people took the opportunity to share their stories of threats, trespass, and intimidation. Um, the present on the night was Superintendent uh, Willie who who's with me in studio now, along with a crime prevention officer for Tipperary, Tom, oh, Sergeant Tom O'Dwyer. You're all very welcome, and th- thank you very much indeed for coming. Into it. Morning, um, Willie. Can I start with you first of all? You were there on on the night. What did you make of what you heard? There was a large crowd. Good morning,
1: fan, First of all, Good thanks morning. for me, having us in. Uh, there was an, a large crowd. There, a huge crowd was there, and um, people were very emotive, uh, as would be expected. Um, a lot of people c- c- told stories about what they had witnessed, what how, people that they'd interacted with, uh, people trespassing on their lands, suspicious cares and the response of the Gardaí then and uh, um, I spoke then in, in response to, to a lot of the issues, I tried to address some of the issues and then I suppose I spoke where we were going to go forward, forward in relation to it. I'm not here to say this morning that, that trespassing on anyone's land is correct, I'm not here to say that anyone committing any crime against any person is correct but I uh, my concern through all it, we have to deal with the issue that's there. That's first and foremost, OK? And and we have dealt with serious issues in the Clamell district and even throughout the county down through the years. A uh, number of years ago, uh, we had serious issues going on for three or four years back in the mid-2000s that we dealt with, and thankfully Clamell is a safer place since then. And I suppose this is the issue that we have to deal with. Um, I have a concern that, uh, it, it, that with the, the level of hysteria that's gone out there, a number of people rang me after the meeting and texted me the day after in relation to concerns for elderly people that arising from what's everything that's been discussed at the moment, uh, people are afraid in their own homes, elderly people. That was my concern from day one. Uh, We can't sweep sweep this under the carpet, the issue, first and foremost, but we have to be very careful that we don't frighten the individuals that have never been subjected to crime, that have never seen a suspicious vehicle, that don't know what's going on, and we are now frightening those people so much to the extent that we're getting calls in the last number of days, elderly people asking us to come out, look at their land, and look at their houses, what way they can secure them better. So it's a, it's a tin line at the end of the day. At the end of the day, but
2: hundreds you. of people did turn up there, voicing very real concerns. with Voicing so, very real you know. concerns
1: about trespassing, and I'm not saying it's not happen- happening. Happening, yeah. okay? They, they raised concerns about if They rang the station. How was it dealt with? Yes. Uh, there was a particular. You, you, it was on one of your radio uh, programs last week where a particular, uh, in, injured party spoke about a number of crimes that was p- uh, committed against the injured party. I met in my business to speak to a lot of people after after the meeting. Uh, did we provide the correct service in some occasions? Most definitely not. Most definitely not. Uh, did we uh, provide a service and do work that injured party or the victim wasn't aware of? Most certainly. And what do you mean by that? No? Follow-up. 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 Follow up. We do a lot of good work, and I suppose one of our accolades healed from time to time is that we do a lot of good work, but we never go back to the victim but uh, even though we're victim orientation centered at the moment which is a big improvement but we are, there, there are some victims aren't getting an update as regards exactly what we did we can't solve every crime but most certainly we should try okay and if we can't bring it to a conclusion we should be uh, be able to go back to the victim and say we went as far as we can okay. we couldn't progress this any further this is what we did, and I think the majority of people understand. And
2: what about resources, Willie? I mean, are resources as scarce as what people? Well, are I heard
1: saying. I heard the radio this morning where they said that we've only six on R- Richard Malloy said that. To well, I heard I just heard it in a mm. news clip. Mm. We have eleven working this morning in the district. I have a district of in excess of thirty-five to thirty-eight thousand people. It incorporates Carrick and Shore, Mullinahone, Killshielan, and Feddert and Clanmel. Okay. Uh, I suppose, order, uh, in, in the order of the busiest, Clamel most certainly, closely followed by Carrick and Shure. Uh, I have more resources now than I have. We're on a, a what's called a four-roster system at the moment, and you all know about the roster issue that's going on yep. within the guys. We were previously on a five-roster system. But I suppose it... Um, uh, no disrespect to the issue here, but uh, to just patrol a particular area isn't the only isn't the only work that we have to do during a day. We have courts, we have prisoners arrested for crime, investigation of crime. We might have to do escorts, we might have to do checkpoints, we might have to go to other courts. I'll give you an example in the month of August how busy Clonmel is. In the month of August is a vacation sitting for the courts, so there's only a special court every Tuesday after dinner for three, at three o'clock in Clonmel, and that's where if you have to charge somebody or bring somebody to court as in custody. That's the court that you bring him to, 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 so that's four days in the month of August. We were in an excess of sixteen courts in the month of August. So we travelled to Nase, we travelled to Wexford, we travelled to Kerry, and travelled to Cork to different courts. That's the volume of what we're what we doing. And this with. is
2: personnel that could be patrolling or could be well, doing well, the work. Is it that it?
1: may have been detailed for patrolling that morning, yes. but we friend, I suppose. Our job isn't laid out for us. We go in with the best intentions to do something this morning and we deal with the ha- what happened next right. scenario. We're living in the live environment. So I could have two members detailed for, say, three checkpoints in a location or a patrol in a location. There could be a sudden death. There could be a domestic incident. There could be a theft. There should be a crime. There could be a, a prisoner yeah. arriving out that. It has to be properly processed. And I suppose when I spoke the other night out at out the meeting, I have to speak factually. Mm. I have to deal with fact. It's an evidence-based process that we deal with. Uh, We can all say, sure, this fella's doing that and that fella's doing that. We have to investigate it. We have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. Not Pro- balance of probabilities. We have to prove that Fran Curry or Willie Leahy did A, B and C, okay? So it's time consuming, but I'm not saying that mm. with all that that's going on, we shouldn't have people out in the community. And,
2: and a couple of the other things that came up, uh, phone calls not being answered properly and maybe not being logged properly yeah. as well, complaints.
1: What, uh, what about that? I suppose it's, it's it, with all the the issues that have went on with, with phone calls in this organisation, it's probably a, a, a dangerous subject to discuss, but what I did uh, what well, first of all, I'll say last Thursday night was a learning experience for me. And I think, I think I'm policing Clamero in a, 30 years. Okay. And I've given my heart and soul to clamero in those 30 years. And I expect my members to, do, to, to work. But I suppose every day is a school day, as somebody said. And the, the one thing that came out of that was that, can we deal with those calls better? And most certainly we can, okay? And I'm after drafting, uh, we have a system in place since last Friday morning in relation to that. The difficulty is, is that when you ring 999, you go straight to a call centre, okay, in Cork, okay? It's called CAD, okay? It's a, it's a command centre, okay? So the 999 call goes into them and they dispatch the member so as that call comes in it's been typed and it's been logged so you, there'll be never a call missed in that or there shouldn't be Okay. Mm. so coming out from the, the meeting the other night uh, it, it was suggested in very forceful terms that you ring up the station uh, you're not getting a service there's no guards coming out they're being told that the car is here the car is there uh, So one lady spoke about the fact that she was involved in an incident and the member wouldn't take the register number of the car okay, and no response Okay. so we've a system in place now that we're trying to mirror the CAD that when somebody comes into the station It will be recorded, okay, and it'll be actioned. That'll be reviewed every morning and nothing should be falling through the cracks. Now, I'm not saying uh, that there is stuff falling through the cracks. I'm not saying there's XML falling through the cracks this was said at the meeting the other night, and I have put a system in
2: place as a, as a right. result of that. But I will say But if people r- call Clonmel Garda Station for yes. a sa- you don't have a 24 7. No,
1: we have. We have. You no, do no, have? No, there's a 24 7 uh, uh, member in the station. We have a Garda staff member at the front of the desk during daytime hours, and in nighttime hours, it's, it's a Garda that's, de- that's dealing with that. So it could be the Garda staff member or the Garda that could be dealing with the phone calls during the day, nighttime, it's solely guards. Okay, so what I'm trying to do with this new system is that I'm trying to ensure that every call that comes in, that it's logged and it's actioned. Okay, now I will say, Fran, uh, the amount of people that said that they rang in about calls, when I look back over it, they're either not recorded or some people didn't ring in. Okay, and and one thing that did come out of it the other night, and I don't want this lost, is that we're investigating a number of crimes out there and there's a vehicle once sought in relation to one particular crime and I met uh, with uh, committee members earlier in the week and, a, and a, arising from the meeting the other night there was sightings of a similar type vehicle Vehicle, and uh, nobody rang in about that vehicle okay and you're sure of that I'm, I'm sure of that right? okay and I, 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 I'm sure of that okay and I'm sure of it from the meeting that I had with the committee yes. okay and uh, it's a bit like um, I, and what I, what I want to encourage is that if we have to work together. If there is a sighting that you're not happy with, if somebody is acting suspiciously, if uh, there's somebody on the road, a vehicle or an individual, or somebody is trespassing, don't wait and see, will Fran next door or Tom next door ring in, ring in yourself. It's a bit like if the electricity goes off and your next door neighbour is ringing in your sentence, you ring an ESB about the electricity going off. Don't wait for your neighbour next door to go, ring. Go and R- do it. Go, go, go and do it. And, and, and task us... Or challenge us, or whatever word you want to use, by ans- answering that call and dealing with that call. I cannot have a care, no matter how many resources I have in this district. I cannot have a care on every road, on every, on every crossroad, on every street in, in the in, mm. in the district. But uh,
2: this issue is here. We have to deal with it. We're putting. We have an operation. Uh, well, can I ask you about Operation Thor? Because in the past that was a huge success. I mean, I I drive very late at night, and I came across lads. And, and and women guards as well. And, on crossroads and in odd places here and there. And I thought it was really, really effective.
1: Operation Tower was launched there the week before last, if I'm correct, by our, our assistant commissioner uh, there two weeks ago. And it's it's running. Actually, we, we're, we've we commenced the winter, winter phase in the division, uh, rising out of the meeting last week. We, we don't just wait, uh, friend for something to happen. There, there's a continuous rolling schedule of, of checkpoints and patrols every month re right. every month, okay? So what we're doing is, we're, with the analysis, uh, analysts, we're trying to look to see hot spots for a better word. And I want to be quite clear, one crime is one crime too many to, to a victim. I, I, I wasn't out there speaking the other night as a superintendent I never that never uh, experienced crime. Crime visited my family. And it's not a pretty, 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 pretty sight. It takes a long, long time for people to get over. it. Yes. so I'm not sitting up there pontificating who, who never experienced it. I know what it's like. And I know from an investigation point of view, one crime is one crime too many. So what we do is we look for trends and, and analysis. And what we do then, we try to structure our, our checkpoints and our patrols in those areas. At the moment, our checkpoints right. and our uh, patrols are focused on the greater area of power right. Stone. But Fran, I also have to be cog- cognizant of the fact... I have other powers down and Listerona's in my district as well that ha- that require policing as yes, well. Yes, and that's, it,
2: that's what we it, heard it, it, in fairness people it, it, as well. It, it, the other thing too, would you answer this for me? Because it seems that we hear from listeners that the dogs on the streets know who these people are. The dogs on the streets know that there's drug dealing on O'Connell Street in Clanmill, all of this sort of thing. And what they're wondering is, why don't you go down and pick up these people? But Fran,
1: I suppose... I go back to the evidence-based, okay? We have to deal with fact, yes. okay? Right, we,
2: we may suspect people that are
1: involved in all these different type of things that you said. Uh, like, uh, uh, the one thing that I think uh, has been portrayed in the last week is that we're doing nothing about it. And I want to some comments were very disingenuous to my members in the district. Members that are working extremely hard. I have a number of members that are out uh, injury on duty. Those members are out injury on duty because they were dealing with serious incidents. And I, I did take issue with, with some of the comments that were passed as regards that they were disingenuous to, to my staff. They were they are doing. What in particular? Really? Well, I suppose uh, I'm not going to go into it in detail. But there were, the people. Was it some uh, of Matthew McGraw's No, comments? no, no. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to say it. I'm saying at the meeting, uh, it, it was uh, the value of one type of an instant over the value of another type of instant whether it was road traffic or whether it was crime and as I said at the meeting the other night try attempt to tell the victim of a family of a fatal road traffic accident or, or a serious injury traffic accident right. that carrying out a speed check is not as important
2: as preventing somebody right. going so, on so, so they were properties. saying to you you'd be better instead of carrying out speed check or drink check you, you, it, you it should it be able to control it but, the,
1: but okay. what we must remember is that when we are out doing the speed check and when we are out doing the, the, the mandatory alcohol check, uh, testing checkpoint that's also a crime checkpoint yes. because if you're in t- engaging with a criminal going through the checkpoint you want to deal with them. Now I suppose what I will say as well Fran, we're we're, we're speaking about uh, the drug issue in Clan Mail and uh, the the extent of it. I'm not condoning it for one minute but uh, the the, the drug issue is nationwide and I spoke on your programme many, many uh, months or years ago after Chief Superintendent Christy Mangan spoke about and he says that uh, drugs and the drug issue isn't just categorised with one type of people that we believe as a society, are engaging in drugs. The professional is engaging in drugs as well. And every ten spot or twenty spot or twenty years worth of cocaine or heroin that's purchased, that's feeding what? It's feeding organised criminals. Okay. But as regards Clanwell, we have a lot of success. We have a lot of seizures before the court. We can't. We operate in a democratic society. That the, you have the right of innocent until you're proven guilty. So you cannot bring somebody in. He's Caught with what you call throw away the key and left him or her inside in the cell for a number of months or days. We operate in the district a pro charge policy. So, what I look at every day at my meetings is uh, my meeting. We had a meeting this morning at nine o'clock every morning. I I, I I can see at half seven in the morning what has happened in my district for the previous 24 hours. Okay, and I'll go through all the incidents and we'll action them or task them as, as the case mm. may be. Okay, and um. If we have a serial offender, if we have somebody that we believe is going to commit more crime or has carried out more crime, we are operating from a pro-charge policy. They're into court. We object to bail if we can object to their bail. And we uh, uh, if they get bail, we look for strict mm. conditions. Going back to the issue at heart here, the trespassing. The trespassing, and I said it the other night, and I suppose a lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but it's, it's fact. The injured party that owns the land has to make a complaint that trespassing on their lands was without their permission. Okay, And a lot of people don't want to do that. Right. And okay. trespassing is illegal. It's illegal in, in, in some circumstances. Okay, Like, there's trespassing under the Public Order Act and there's trespassing under the Wildlife Act. And the bottom line at the end of the day, if the Public Order Act, if hmm. somebody is trespassing and the injured party, who is the owner, believes that they're trespassing with the intent to commit an offence, that's an offence under the Public Order Act. But it's, you have to prove that. You have it? to prove that. and It's not arrestable. Okay, You prove it then by the injured party or the victim saying willie lee had no permission to be on my property and i believe right. so and such is going and then we take the prosecution but if
2: people aren't doing that because they feel that they're afraid to do so and they are they, yeah. they
1: they said that the other night and and i accept that i yeah. accept that but the legislation is that we must have a complainant i cannot cuz my members may not have witnessed willie or friend on 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 the, on the property right. so we have to rely on the the injured party who's the complainant to say You were on my property. Yeah,
2: no permission. Can I, can I put a couple of other things to you then? I just yeah. see it being reflected on the screen in front of me here as well. Largely, are we talking about the travelling community here, Willie? No. And if, if we are, are they treated differently in some way? Fran, I am not going to categorise any community. I want to be quite clear, clear here.
1: I am policing in excess of thirty-five to, to 38,000 people in the district. Each one of those people, whether they have previous convictions, as it was suggested the other night, or whether they have no previous conviction, have to be dealt with the same. We have a victim's charter. We have so many charters within the organisation, the way that we have to and, and should and will deal with people. Everybody
2: has the right. And they're dealt with the same. The
1: same. There's no, there's no, there's no, and if there is, I'm the first to call somebody to task. We have oversight bodies, GSOC and whatever other oversight, bodies. we have to do the job professionally. So I am not going to categorise one group of people over the other, whether it's trespassing on lands or whether it's drug taking. Okay, and and I think everybody has a preconception of of uh, people that are are taking drugs as the person that's sitting down in the laneway, uh, off off a main street in a town, and they might be dishevelled, they might be unkept or whatever. The person in the suit the professional, the person dressed like me, dressed like you, they're using it as well. And I, for a second, yes.
2: earn condoning it. And when you heard a public representative like Matty McGrath saying, and his office is off Irish town, they're very near O'Connell Street, he said, on a daily basis, he can see this. He can even see it outside of his office. Uh, drug dealing, drug taking.
1: Well, I, I'm not going to go on that specific, specific comment, but what I am going to say is that a bit like the trespassing on the land, if somebody has seen a suspicious activity, drug dealing or whatever... They can ring in. There's a confidential line there. There's the local line there, and whatever. And I will be the first to expect my members to respond to it. Right. Okay. And I suppose just on, I walk up the centre of town regularly, Fran, and I walk up regularly in, in with my my plain clothes jacket on me, just to see it, what it's like. And. I think we're doing a damning injustice to the town of Clamel when we say that people are afraid to walk up the t- centre of town due to youths out fighting on the streets and drugs being taken over. There are people dishevelled, there are people using drugs, there are people sleeping rough that's there but I think we are doing. We're, we can do a lot of harm to the town when we say that it's, it's lawless which is, has been said let's face it and also that people can't walk the street and are afraid to come into towns because of it I don't think and climate, that it's affecting businesses and it's affecting businesses and I'm not going to go there that's a, di- that's a different avenue but what I'm saying is that it's imperative on us to police the town and police the town we will but uh, there's a lot of uh, th- th- there's negativity out there as regards how bad it is I'm not for one second coming in here and saying, I haven't got policing problems. Most certainly I am. That is the nature of the job I'm in. This is a job to me. It's nothing else to me. It's a job. My responsibility is to police the, the, the complete district of, mm. of
2: the clan male. And are you very short on resources, Willie?
1: I am not very short on resources. I need more resources than Carrick and Shure. Carrick and Shure is... is, is yes, because uh, that's come up quite yeah, a, yeah, well, a bit Carrick here and Shure is under Carrick and I have and a number Shure. of members out on long-term sick, as I've said, injury on duties. Okay, I have a number of members on restricted... And is gear. that
2: affecting policing in Carrick and Shure? I am
1: supplementing Carrick and Shure with, poli- with, 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 with members from from the district, from right. the district. But I will say, I have a sergeant and two Gardie out in Federt sub-district, which I never had, I'd only one for years and years. I now have a sergeant and two Gardie. I have a guard in and I have a guard in Kilsielin. So on the outer outer uh, um, hinterlands, I have one sergeant and four Gardie, but I could do with some more members in Carrick and Shure. But as I said this at the meeting, if the minister gave me 200 members, in the morning, I wouldn't be able to put a member on every street and every village and every crossroad in, in the, um, the district. Okay. I, uh, we, it, we have a certain amount of members working at any one time and we have to detail them accordingly. And as I said to you, I give a flavour of what they do from, from day, day to day. But uh, I want to confront this issue, I want to mm. take on this issue and going forward, Tom is going to speak about other aspects, yes. but going forward, I want people to report any suspicious activity do not expect my next door neighbour to do it report it you ring el Garda station or you're, uh, and you say who you are okay and you ask who you're speaking to okay and to suggest that at the meeting the other night that you'll get a Pulse ID straight away you won't get a Pulse ID straight away because that comes later on in the in the, in, in the investigation but any if I go into a business and I'm entitled to ask anyone their name, and I expect my members, if if somebody rings in out of courtesy, hello, this is Willie Lee here, whom I'm speaking to. I expect my member to say, I'm Frank Carey, Frank Corey, or Tom the Wire. How can yes. I help you? Okay, so that's the first thing. The nature of the call, what, you, what what it is, or the care, or whatever, and we need to respond to it. And then I should see that the morning after, then, and we should be able to right. a follow a follow up or two,
2: two, I, two. quick things before I go to Tom. Um, Are you better to ring 999 or Clonmel Garda Station if you're in the district? 999 is an emergency line and we must remember that if you go on with, uh, and I'm not
1: going to say high priority and low priority or whatever, but 999 is envisaged as an emergency number and the operators on the other line may advise you to say ring the local Garda Station because they're dealing with uh, maybe loss of life, they might be dealing with... um, right. Extreme. I don't want to say extreme serious incidents, but I, I but, but, know, but it's there mean. for yes. a purpose. Okay. But uh, and and the local guard station number is oh, 05266 Ah, uh, sorry, zero five two six one seven seven six four zero. Okay. Fran, my email address in my office is underscore ds at dot e. Okay, and I've said this at, the, at several meetings if people have an issue and they feel that they need to sit down and talk to me about it uh, or a sergeant or an inspector I can't meet everybody uh, I would be advising send in an email if there's an ongoing issue and they feel that they're not right. getting their you're response, open to that I, I, most definitely I'm open to it I come from the school of thought tell me about the problem before it becomes a big problem we'll try and deal with it you know what I mean? That's the way I, the way I, I, I police. We, and I suppose if I go back to the COVID, we did we did a lot of positive issues. Uh, positive. We did a lot of positive work in COVID nineteen. We engaged with the community. We we we, sure. de, we delivered uh, items from doctors, uh, chemists, whatever to, to elderly people. We lost the text alert meetings, okay, because we couldn't go into halls. So I'm hoping that in the next two weeks or, uh, all the text alert meetings uh, that I'll get them together, a uh, uh, chairperson the secretary, two people from each, with myself and hopefully Tom will uh, appear. And I'm also ho- hoping to get representatives from the likes of the IFA and the ICA into the room. People that are walking the roads, exercising during the day, people that are driving the roads uh, farmers, they're the eyes and ears. So if we can't be on a road every, right. every minute
2: of the day Can I get definitely a, a, definitely a final comment again before you, and, and uh, thank you for your patience Tom. Final comment, uh, Richard Malloy said he had little faith in the Joint Policing Committee, you said it was a talking shop. Do you, do you want to comment on that? I'm not going to comment on that. Friend. I'm a
1: policeman, not a, uh, not anyone else, but I will say one thing. Uh, we have a community safety meeting every quarter in, in the old borough of, of Clamello, or whatever, and obviously the Joint Policing Committee, then the chief, attends to that. And I, I know from the community safety meeting's point of view, there is a lot discussed and uh, different organisations different uh, within the state that have responsibilities in different areas be it housing whatever uh, they will appear they'll give an overview to the councillors that are there in the day the the issues will be raised as well as we, and, as regards hotspots or whatever, and we'll try and work on them in 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 the following three months. I did say at the last meeting that we had a number of weeks ago that if we can get agendas in maybe the week beforehand, so that rather than me going down and saying I can't give the answer to that rather I am going down, I armed armed and I can say well this happened. This is what what we're doing. It's in statute. We have to have those meetings. It's a kind of more of a kind of an accountability meeting. We're going back and we're 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 um. It re- reporting back to the police yes. and they will do. but I will say that I don't need meetings and the councillors shouldn't need meetings to interact with me uh, it, a, lot of, a lot of them, I've, all of them have my mobile m- number, right. they know me I'm working in the centre of town, I am receptive and open to anyone of them ringing me and, any, and you, any, any you'd time you prefer the that and, they'd and call you it, in that It, it in has some been some a common trend
2: throughout my service here in Clement. Tom, to look to the future, and I mean, you know th- there is fear out there in some way. Tom what's what's your advice to people, particularly in rural areas?
0: There is Fran, yeah and just before I get on to giving a few bits of advice I suppose, just to go back on, you know uh, you said there that the dogs on the street know who's committing those crimes and we hear this back in all the time. Well,
2: I didn't say that Tom, but, but I was reflecting what people, are, know, saying what people yeah. are saying to you me.
0: Know, yeah. But we know who are doing them as well, f- Fran, by and large. And I suppose the prisons, the Irish prisons are full full. There's people being released every day because we're putting more people into the prisons. And just to say locally, if anybody is in doubt that we're not doing our job, just take a trip down to the district court any day and see the amount of people we're prosecuting. Yeah, it's we're over, you can walk in there. So just, I want to make that point, crime in the division, Fran, has come down year on year. We put a, a lot of initiatives in place under Operation tar and the burglary figures in the last 10 years have come down by about 60%. We used to have about 800 break-ins, now we're down to about 250 or 260, so it's come way down. Yes, And that's work, I suppose, we're doing on the ground. But just to let people know that crime, even though there is local issues and this you know, this is causing problems at the minute locally, but in general, the crime figures, the break-ins, the thefts have come way down. Our detection rates in Tipperary are probably one of the best in the country. So the guards in Tipperary are doing their job. They're out there, they're getting these people, they're prosecuting them, they're bringing them to court, and they're putting them into prison. I just want to make that point first. But just to move on, friend, in relation to, as what the advice, and we're talking really about the trespassing now and mm-hmm. rural and people living out there. The first thing I would say to people is report everything to us. Report everything. Pick up the phone, ring either the Garda station, the 39s, or if you don't want to, if you have some confidential information and you don't want to ring in the guard, you can ring our confidential line. It's one eight hundred we are always looking for information in relation to drug dealing, stuff that's going on out there. So you can pick that up at any time and you'll be answered. So report everything. Because mm-hmm. if it's not reported to us, friend, we won't put our resources where they're needed. We need to know what's going on out in communities. Right. And so, that reporting mean,
2: can be anonymous, Tom. It can be and, anonymous, yes, Ryan,
0: yeah, the yeah. Reporting can be anonymous. So it's the Garda an Anonymous line, and people use that all the time yes. where they have information in relation to drug dealing and whatever. It's completely anonymous. The second thing, is, I would say to people, don't engage with those people. Ring us, let us deal with them, because we're the people that are and I'm, I'm, with them I'm glad
2: you're bringing this up, because a lot of people were saying we need to take this into our own hands at this point. Yeah,
0: that's completely the wrong, and I can understand why people would say that, but that creates hysteria, and it could create a situation where somebody who is not capable of dealing with these people would go out and try it, and for whatever reason, and it could lead to very serious consequences for either them them, and that's mm. the last thing we want. So don't engage. Don't engage with them. Ring will get out there. The next thing then, and Willie touched on it there, is over the winter period we need to get all the community alert schemes going again around the place because a lot of the times it's the fear of crime is worse than the crime itself. So due to COVID, I suppose, community alerts have fallen by the wayside in a lot of places. So we're encouraging people now to... Reactivate our community alerts, get onto the local guards, get onto myself, have your meetings. We'll go out, we'll give you the appropriate advice, and we'll take the feedback from you in your communities what's going on, and we'll put resources towards them. The other things i quickly find I would tell people there's two new initiatives that have been launched, and we'll be rolling those out over the winter. One is in relation to property marking. There's a new property marking um, scheme going to be rolled out nationwide where it'll give people um, free of charge the opportunity to mark all the properties with our air code. And the second thing then is we've recently launched a property app, a Garda property app. You can download it on your phone and you can record all your property, photograph your property, record all the make model, serial numbers, and anything to do with your property. And then if you are the victim of crime, you have that information readily available. So we'll come back for some other day, Fran, we we'll talk more in depth about those two initiatives. Right. But it's what we want to do over the winter now, Fran, is one... If we thought in this time 12 months that all or most of the property in County Prairie was marked with the air codes and signage up around the county to say property in this area is securely marked and traceable, you know, and the other thing then that people actually have a record and a photograph and their stuff, we would go a long way straight away because the property that's marked is not valuable to the criminal. Because he is the whole issue trying to sell it on.
2: All right, before we go, Willie, yeah? Could I could just come
1: back in and know yes. what I think. Thomas summed it up. I suppose James O'Neill chaired the meeting there from Property American uh, um, last Thursday night, yes. and he did a very good job, and I know he's doing a lot of work in the background in relation to it as well. I suppose uh, stolen property is a bit like drugs. If we hadn't the receivers for the property and the users for the drugs, to cut the supply, OK? Uh, and I suppose... The responsibility is on me to address this issue. I want to remove the hysteria from the community. I want to, as Tom said, the fear of crime is probably uh, at times as bad as the crime itself. Uh, I'm going to take on this challenge, but I will say that I expect the people themselves to, 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 to play their part. We've had a number of thefts from MPV in the districts in the last number of weeks, and there's one common trend going throughout the whole lot. Unlocked vehicles.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. It's a bit yeah. like the parent... with, we the, hear about the, with it all the it's time. It's a bit like the you? parent with yeah. the young person using drugs... What's the parent responsibility there? The, your property, your own responsibility and then our responsibility to investigate and try and prevent it in the first place. So I would encourage, uh, let's move forward, um, increase the reporting, look to who you're speaking to
2: and challenge us with trying right. and, and taking on this issue. All right, Superintendent Willie Lee and Sergeant uh, Tom O'Dwyer, thank you both. Uh, this morning news is on the way. The Imro Radio Award winning tip today.
1: With Slattery's Garage Puck On. Test drive the all new
2: Peugeot 2008 compact SUV at Slattery's Garage Puck On. Choose from petrol, diesel, or fully electric. Slattery's